Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's going on, guys? Dr. Tom here, and you're listening to The Positivity Effect, episode number 99, Communication Power-Up. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today is part two with this week's guest, and I'd love to send you guys a recap of everything that has been going on in the world of The Positivity Effect this week, as well as uh, stay updated and connected with you. So just text the word POSITIVITY to the number 44222. And I'm going to send you a text message asking for your email. Just respond with your email. And then you're going to get an email from me that's going to ask for you to confirm. Just basically saying that you're completely cool and okay with me sending paraphernalia to your inbox. (laughs) So I'd love to get connected with you guys. Again, text the word POSITIVITY to the number 44222. Today is part two, like I was saying, with our guest, Jamie Sussel-Turner. And she's the author of Less Stress Business, a guide for hiring, coaching, and leading great employees. This award-winning book was a finalist in the Indie Book of Excellent Awards. And Jamie is a sought-after speaker who engages audiences through memorable stories and practical tips. She helps her coaching clients reduce their stress by up to, listen to this, 75%. They include business owners and executives and individuals from a variety of fields. And Yesterday, we talked about her book. We talked about her life story of how she transitioned into the coaching field. And today is going to be actually interesting because we're going to kick it off where she's going to do a little coaching session with me. So it's going to be fun. I'm going to be a little transparent on the mic with some stuff that I'm dealing with in my life. And maybe you guys can relate, but it's, it was a lot of fun doing it with her. And then we get into some other topics of communication and, and how we can improve communication in the relationships in our life. So thank you guys so much for listening and and checking out part two with Jamie. So help me welcome her now to The Positivity Effect. Hey, Jamie, what's going on? Welcome back for day two on The Positivity Effect. Hi, Tom. Great to talk with you again. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on again. And it was wonderful hearing your story of how you have come to be today where you are this life coach, where you are this coach for businesses, for executives. You can't just wake up one day and be a coach in that in that avenue. You have to have a lot of life experience. And it was just beautiful hearing your stories of how the things that you had gone through in your life and how you apply them to your clients and how you work with them. So today, I and we talked about that towards the end of last episode, I want to really make this special for everybody listening and really let's talk about some real tactics that when you sit down with a client, tactics to reduce stress. So maybe let's let's pretend, you know, if I was a client of yours and you sat down with me and I was struggling with something, where where it starts and, and we'll kind of go from there. Okay, great, Tom. So let's do a little coaching. All right, excellent. <laughs> so, so tell me, what stresses you out? Man, uh, you know... It's it's this, sometimes there's a feeling that there's not enough time in the day, 
and you have this like I, I, I try to set really big goals for myself and it's that feeling if, if when the goal starts coming closer and you know that impeding deadline so let's just call it deadlines I guess I just I start to feel that anxiety creeping in so you have a deadline and you start to feel anxious the closer you get to that deadline am I getting that right correct yeah. yes so what do you do when that happens sometimes I'll, I'll push myself harder um, I'll, I'll work really hard at it. I'll spend more time at it. I, some things, and it's, it's, it's interesting that some other, you know, you put all that effort into something, a project or something with your business and maybe other things fall by the wayside. Maybe I realized, oh man, I haven't, I haven't called my best friend in, in over a week or, um, man, I, I really love my dog and I love walking my dog, but I, I've really been neglecting walking my dog lately. Maybe, maybe I haven't spent enough time with that or, Man, have me and my fiance had date night recently? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she could she she was standing next to me. She'd probably be elbowing me in my my side right now. So something like that. Usually it feels like something, but I don't notice or I don't recognize until later on that I push things to the back, you know, the wayside, and that could be really cause a uh, anxiety in me. So when you ratchet up your time and effort and focus, then it competes with the other things in your life, like your fiance walking the dog, your best friend, and those are really important things in your life and they kind of fall by the wayside. So is that approach making, how's that approach affecting your feeling of stress within yourself? I, th- I, f- I think it, it increases it like because I, I'll push it to the back of my mind and then as it comes up, it feels like it's a cycle where oh. it will continue to I- increase and then I say, oh, you know, I, uh, there's no stress there. I try to just but pretend that it's not there and I try to lift the rug up and, and brush the stress under the rug, so to speak. Yeah, stress stress doesn't brush under the rug too easily. Does it? <laughs> I, it does not. It, yeah, it's not like the uh, the dirt. You can't push the dirt. No. You know, it's not like dirt. It doesn't work that way. So what no. have you tried that has helped you feel less stressed? I recently joined a, for, for me, for uh, it was a, fit, a gym actually. I, I signed up at a gym with my fiance, which has actually been very interesting because we go together. Uh, we don't always get to go together during the week. The classes. There's, it's a it's a gym where you go in as a class, and you're led uh, by somebody as a coach in the class. So it's it's an interesting way to do fitness because you don't have to go and and think about it. You can just you can have your day at work. Maybe you had a long day, and then you just show up, and and they lead you through the class. And I noticed now that you actually you're you're framing this in my mind, and I'm thinking about it. The days when I do go to that class, it really helps reduce my stress. It helps set me up. And also the days that I go with her, it's, it's so powerful for our relationship and it helps, it gets us talking more, communicating more. And, and what I, I tend to notice now, now, again, like I don't think about this often. You actually have me think about it and frame it is those days when I do, when I am on point with going to those classes and making sure I, I don't miss them or I'm communicating with her about how she's going to, the, how she's doing with her classes throughout the week. And we're going together that everything else kind of like falls together mm-hmm. is if that makes sense everything kind of falls in line because it seems like for me the most important component when i think about it really is that relationship with my fiance and i guess when i'm putting that effort with her effort into uh my own my own fitness it, it helps her to see that i'm i'm uh you know bettering myself and then we better ourselves together and it seems like all the business stuff or the projects i'm doing they kind of just fall into place i guess i never really really realized that and it's the days when I, if I was to sit here and, and reflect now, and it was actually recently, and my, my listeners know this, um, 
my parent, my parents dog, who's also my dog, he, we had to put him down a few weeks ago and it was really, it was rough. Yeah. And I had to kind of take a couple of weeks back, take a step back from the podcast for a little bit and refocus and see really what, what was going on. And there was a point where I was in, um, I was e- eating a lot of uh, junk food and I was missing some of my classes. And I realized now that, you know, again, I'm thinking about it now. I was, I, that was a rough couple of weeks. I was really, because I was skipping all those things. And then and now I still have some, there's moments where I have that pain uh, thinking back about my, my dog passing away, but I've been so focused on eating well and focused on my relationship with my fiance and my friends, and my family, and also um, getting back into the gym as well, making sure I'm missing. And it feels it, 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 that stress about the dog passing has, is, has really been a lot more manageable mm-hmm. because I've been paying the, I guess, close, more attention to the things that, that matter to me. You just summed it up beautifully and it's noticing what is causing our stress and thinking about what can we do to make ourselves feel less stressed and you just said it for you. You're discovering now that when you take care of yourself and you take care of your relationship which I just love hearing how much value you put that Jen is one lucky woman that you put on that relationship and that how you combined because you mentioned time at the beginning as one of your stressors, but you've combined working out with Jen. And so that's making your workout very time efficient because it's filling your part of your relationship need and connection with Jen while it's also making you feel more fit and healthy, which is fueling the rest of your day. So you're accomplishing a lot. And I'm so glad that you've discovered that. That sounds like a great discovery for you that's so crazy yeah i never thought about it that in that way that that's it's 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 a time efficiency and it helps when you're able to combine those things is when you when you're working with your clients is is it helping them understand that too on figuring out ways that they can combine things and that's how they're able to reduce stress yes for uh, some people for some people it is um it's different for everyone i have one client who's a high level executive and she was having trouble fitting a workout into her day so she takes a train to work and she gets off a stop earlier and she walks the rest of the way so she at least gets a walk in before she goes and sits in her office and sits in all her meetings and sometimes she takes walking meetings with people so that she is moving around more throughout her day so it's integrating that uh, movement that she needed more movement and less sitting because we've been learning how much and how harmful sitting is for us so I feel like I should stand up right now. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, the standing desks. Yes, yep. yes. I like that that she does the walking meeting. I, I there's a, a gentleman, a good friend of mine, who I'm I'm in a a, a group together, um, a mastermind group where we learn from each other, and he talks about where he actually he'll go out and he'll he actually puts a post out to his friends on Facebook. Hey, going out for a walk. Anybody want to meet up? And People will meet up and they'll walk together. They'll exercise together, but it'll it's also time for them to catch up. Yeah. So instead of the traditional like let's go to the bar, let's go get sit down and have a, uh, a two thousand calorie meal. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's 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 a yeah a really unconventional a different way and and it's actually working and people have been enjoying it because uh, it's getting their blood flowing and they're having good conversation and it's a different way a different approach to the whole you know the coffee shop meet up yeah so to speak. I'm very lucky I, I live at the beach in Seabright New Jersey and it's just across the street from where I live and I actually have had coaching sessions on the beach where we walk on the beach a client and myself and clients love that so 
it's also something happens to our brains when we're moving. It frees up our brain. I know I have my best ideas when I'm taking a spin class. I, I have to think about something else to distract myself from the discomfort. And so I usually, I'm thinking about something I'm writing or some, some issue in my life that I, I'm challenged with. And I, I find my ideas flow best when my body is moving. Yeah, I, that's so true because it, there's just so much more blood, so much more energy that's flowing into your brain that it's, it's like, it's better than, it's, that exercise or that motion is, is better than any cup of coffee. Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's kind of a, about a tie in my mind, but okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you need that caffeine component sometimes. Yes. That's right. So, Jamie, a lot of people listening may not be in the business world, so to speak. So what are some, if you, and you mentioned yesterday, uh, you mentioned the other day that you also do coaching not only with business executives, but it's more life coaching too, uh, personally. So what are, from all the people, and you've, I'm sure you've worked with so many people, what are some of the common themes that come up that what you do to work with them, the, the knowledge that you apply can really kind of work between both sides, you know, whether it's professionally or personal? I think one of the biggest themes that crosses all fields and life and business is communication. How we communicate with one another, um, how we handle things that people say to us like feedback. I do a lot with people on feedback. It's one of my favorite topics to speak on. If anyone listening is, is looking for a speaker for a group that they host, I love giving talks on feedback. That's one of my favorite topics. And those are things that transcend anything um, and that also contribute to a lot of stress because if we have a difficult conversation with someone, and I'm sure your listeners have had this experience, and it just weighs on us where like, someone might say something and we're not really sure what it meant or we don't like how we responded or maybe we just were so stunned we couldn't say anything at all. And then we carry it around with us and we're not sure what to do with it. Should we speak up? Should we tell a friend? How do we handle that? And that causes a lot of stress. You know, you hit, oh my gosh, it's like light bulbs are lighting up in my head right now because I just had a conversation not too long ago with somebody about that, about that feedback. It's so powerful. You're right. Because in any, and I think most of us, a lot of people aren't aware, aware of this. Um, it's, it takes a, a bit of an awareness level and you know, so much, we're so, so many things going on in our lives. We're so focused on obviously first taking care of numero uno, you know, and, and, and then taking care of your family and then making sure that there's enough money to get by each month and all these different things that we, that we all worry about as humans that sometimes we don't give us ourselves enough time to stop, to think, to just reflect on life, to write in a journal, to look at the sky and wonder, wonder about what's going on outside of the earth, you know, all these higher level things. And in any conversation, you're right. When you talk to somebody, there's like this minefield that you have to navigate when you're talking to them. You're always on your toes uh, wondering about, okay, if this is said this way and and it could really be impeding for communication. And I think when we're able to, when we can raise our awareness to that, that that does exist, at least accept, yes, that is there, but then recognize that whatever that person's response, if we can like not get offended by the feedback 
it open it almost opens us up to to more deeper conversation because we're not worried if the person you know it we're not looking to hurt their feelings but if our feelings are hurt we don't have to get because it's almost like it's like a it's like a competition of whose feelings are hurt more. <laughs> mm. You know, it's like, hey, so, you, you hurt my feelings. You know, and yeah. you have to you have to, it's like a goal of our mind that we have to tell the person you hurt my feelings when we could just it's all arbitrary. We could say, look, uh, whatever, just let it roll off our shoulders. Well, one of the things that you're talking about is how we can't control the impact of what we say. We have to be open to the outcome, and we might not be able, we can't control it. So what we can control, and a lot of stress comes from recognizing what we can control versus what we can't control. So when it comes to communication, what we can control is finding the best time to say something, finding the best words that we can come up with to express, to be authentic and present when we're communicating. Those are the things that we can control. And we can't always control how the other person will respond. Sometimes we can say something that triggers somebody else. And we had no idea that we did that. And if we're lucky, the person will tell us. Right. right. right? And some people aren't Mm -hmm. comfortable. Some people are so uncomfortable with conflict that they will not let us know. And they will swallow that. And it will eat them up inside. And then there's the elephant in the room. Yeah. And it will damage and create distance in the relationship. And that's not what we want. But we can't control that. What we can do is invite people to be honest with us and let us know. Like when I start work with a new client, one of the first things I do a lot to establish expectations at the beginning. And one of the first things I say is I value an honest and open relationship with you. Please tell me at any time if there's anything I say or do that doesn't sit right with you. I want, I want you to feel comfortable telling me. Please don't hold back and please let me know, even if it's hard for you and it's something that, that I do or say that wasn't helpful. My goal is that we have a wonderful relationship. And if I don't know how I'm impacting you, then I can't be my best for you. So I need you to be part of that by letting me know. Very true. And I, and I think back just recently in my own life and, and all the, the, my own personal growth that I've had in these last few years, especially with my, my relationship, we're getting back, you know, speaking back with my fiance, that I always try to take that approach about making sure that that communication line is open because like you said, it could happen very quickly too. In an instant, you could be on a good path and then one little something said the wrong way and then one one party swallows the 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 feeling of feeling upset and and then there's 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 two different light you know I'm doing my hands together right now like it's <laughs> completely two different paths and and it's like just raising that awareness level that 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 exists and and making sure that you keep coming back to that place to of having that open communication and man like you're so right when when you can get, especially whether it's with a friend, whether whether it's with a coworker, or if you're a boss with an employee, um, with your employees, if you have to come cl- clean about something, and and it's 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 the employees are, are wondering about you about something, it it makes life that much um, so much easier. I mean, guys, whatever you're whatever you're holding on to right now, you may need to have a conversation with somebody about it. That person that you're holding on to it about, um, it, it the stress can just. Alleviate, it could just drain right out of that room and, and, and make 
for such a better, stronger relationship. And at the end of the day, like is everything we're doing, right? Business, everything's communication and relationships. And we talked about, you know, when we weren't uh, on the call, we talked about how I'm an audiologist and, and that's communication. At the end of the day, that if we're not communicating, it doesn't matter how much money we're making, how, how successful we are. That's That's the most crucial, crucial component in our lives. Yes, I agree. And um, it's noticing uh, when we need to have those conversations and figuring out which ones should we have, you know, which ones should we kind of choose to let go. And the rule of thumb that works for me is I give something about a week. And I find that if I think about it in the shower or when I'm taking my power walk or in spin class and it keeps kind of coming back, whatever that issue was, that's a sign for me that I need to have a conversation with that person. And very often, we're afraid that the conversation is going to destroy the relationship. And in effect, if we get, when we get really skilled at having those conversations, which is one of the things I help my clients with, the conversation will make the relationship better not worse. It will enhance it. In my own life, there was a family member that I was, it was something I was holding on to and I, I was like, I have to talk about this. And every every week it would come up with my, my uh, Jen would talk to me, like, hey, have you spoken to so-and-so yet? And it, it was almost causing uh, conflict in our relationship because she's like, why can't you just go talk to this person? It's going to make <laughs> it so much easier for you. And, and that was my fear. I might felt that if I approached them and I spoke about this because I was holding on to it for so long, that it was going to erode the relationship. And man, when I actually brought it up, it was, first of all, it was, it was incredibly easy. It was in, received very, very well and quickly. Of course, that's not always going to be the case. It could take time. The person may resent in the beginning and then there have to be more layers of communication. But fortunately for me, this, that it was received very well. And it, man, the stress just melted away and it, it helped heal that relationship. So definitely... Exactly powerful point so just what i'm talking about <laughs> yep yep you said it and Shit. what i if i can share one tip that yes, I've learned yes please is and I, I have a hunch you did this um is to speak about how you feel and how whatever the issue is with the other person not to point the finger of blame at them and talk about what they did to you but talk about from your point of view and your experience and how you're feeling and it creates so much less defensiveness in the other person and they can hear what we say so much better. So did you do that, Tom? Yes. And in the past, it was always like, you did you did this? And right. It, boom. <laughs> conversation over. <laughs> right. Uh, back to the drawing board. Yeah. And it really, it worked out. It was more of like, look, like this is how this is making me feel. Exactly. And I'm looking to heal. I'm looking to, yeah, it was all just a non-aggressive approach. Very positive. Positive. Yeah. And that's really a positive way to have a conversation and as long as you can keep the word you out of a conversation like that it will go so much better so that's the challenge is to have the conversation without using the word you yes and i I really i appreciate that you mentioned that word positive because the podcast guys it's called the positivity effect and i bring this up all the time it's not about just smiling all the time and and being positive and and just pretending that there's nothing wrong it's 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 about framing in your mind that you're going to have a positive approach to everything, even when you're struggling, even when you're going through things, because we're, that's life. We're always going to be struggling and having, there's things that are going to be tough and we're going to have to work through and it's going to take time. And, 
But you look at any two people, you could put two people in a, the same situation and one will get, get through it and come out in a more positive light and one will go off the deep end, so to speak. Why? Why does that happen? And it's all, it's in, it comes down to what you're thinking and, and your mind and how you're framing the situations that you're going through. So, Jamie, thank you so much for, for bringing that up. And guys, we're at the end of today's episode, but Jamie, I want to ask you one last question, kind of like a time capsule for us listening. If you were suddenly at the end of your life and you were reflecting on all that you have been through, all that you've done, all that you've created, what kind of impact would you want to be remembered for? Tom, I think um, I've thought about that question before and I would want to have an impact on people so that they would feel that as a result of our relationship, they felt better about themselves. And this actually came true for me um, as a former school principal. I happened to encounter many students from my school. I lived nearby the, the town where I was a principal. And I ran into this young man who, I'll call him Brian, but that's not his real name. And he was a junior in high school. And, and Brian had spent a lot of time in my office as a student. He had issues on the playground. He was impulsive. He would have conflict with kids over games at recess. And he would end up in my office a lot. I spent a lot of time with Brian. I loved Brian. We had great conversations. And my approach to discipline was to ask kids to think about the choice that they made and how they could make a better choice the next time. It was all focused on learning, what they could learn from the experience. And as an educator or a human being, we are never sure what impact we make on other people. But I was fortunate enough to run into Brian after many years, and he was towering above me. He's, you know, I'm, I'm now looking up at him instead of him looking up at me. And he, he, he gave me just this beautiful message. He said, he said, Mrs. Turner, I just have to tell you that I know I spent a lot of time in your office. And every time as I walked back to my classroom, I was feeling better about myself. And there is nothing better he could have told me that here with a child who was in my office for disciplinary issues weekly, that I could have had an impact that helped him feel better about himself. So I would say if most of the people in my life feel that way, then that would make me feel that I lived a good life. Jamie, thank you for sharing that. I have uh, tears in my eyes. That was such a, a beautiful story. That Guys, that is, that is the ripple effect. That is the positivity effect that I try to drive home so much every single episode. Guys, we, it doesn't matter what you're going through right now in life, where you are, there's always somebody that needs your help you can be that city on a hill for somebody else. It doesn't matter if you're struggling with something or you just failed at something or just messed up. You don't have to clean yourself up and be this perfect image and then go and help somebody. Somebody needs to hear your story. Somebody needs to listen to you and, and to, to, to take what the experiences you went through and help and learn from them. And you can take your story and, and, it's, and everybody has their story to tell. You can be that lighthouse for others. And that's why I try to always drive home. And if I ever got a tattoo... I would get a lighthouse. I think we can all be a lighthouse for others. You don't have to do it intrusively. You can just live your life in a positive way. Live your life to that you know to help other people. And and Jamie, what a beautiful way that you know the, that you're living your life and how you're helping your clients. And I'm sure just anybody that's uh, a friend or a family member, they know uh, the kind of person that you are. And it's just it's wonderful to hear it. 
you know, on the podcast. So thank you so much, really, for, for coming on today. Well, thanks so much, Tom, for having me. I really enjoyed our conversation. Absolutely. And guys, please head over to lessstressbusiness.com to learn more about what Jamie is doing. And if you head over, just click on the introductory offer tab. You can get a complimentary training session, which is awesome. Jamie, thank you so much for offering that. And also, if you head over to Amazon, please pick up a copy of her book, Less Stress Business, a guide for hiring, coaching, and leading great employees. And you don't have to be a business owner to pick up some powerful lessons from that book. It's all how you approach uh, reading it. So, Jamie, thank you so much for coming on, and we'll talk soon. Thanks, Tom. Have a great time. It was a pleasure. Thanks. Take care.